<laughs> We're starting with that. <laughs> Boom. Episode 33. Uh, Snoop Dogg, you can't see me. <laughs> we got it. Shit. Man, you're Listen, back. Hold on. I'm putting a disclaimer out there. Right the now, Lyrical George. Master's back. Gotta put a disclaimer out. Tired as fuck. Again? Stress. Work. Shitty weekend. Not all the way shitty, but y'all going to hear about the shitty parts. So no mm. holds barred this episode. If y'all hear it and don't like it, turn it the fuck off. Otherwise, deal with it. Take that. Take that. Uh, we are recording live from the Affluent Persons Trap House. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, uh, Mr. Mach 3 uh, Mustang outside doesn't do fire that up with his... The, the 1998 uh, stock Mustang. Why, why do people have to do that? Fire it up. Oh, let me, let me it's the, grind it's, on it's this the whole. It's the whole times. look at me. Me too. <laughs> look at me too. <laughs> oh, man. I, look, I feel refreshed. I feel go fuck happy. Yourself. Go it's, fuck yourself. It's too bad that, you know. Uh, I'm not cussing. Get lost. Get lost. Uh, you know, I take care of my body is my temple. So mm. I only put the greatest herbs and berries in. in uh, Dead bodies? Yeah. In there. We're so talking about good. Aztec temples. Yeah. Sure. Sacrifices are made. Yeah. Sacrifice others to. Cow bodies. Cow bodies. Chicken bodies. Mm. Antibodies. Um legislative bodies. I was, gonna, I was gonna throw in the shout outs later, but uh went over to a buddy's DJ's house. My my old drinking buddy Joe's in town. He's in town for a bowling tournament. I never knew the fact one. you have a designated drinking buddy, that's something interesting. I so in my twenties, we talked about this before. I didn't drink beer. I only drove I I liked scotches and bourbons and gin and stuff like that. That sounds like my twenties too. Hated the taste of beer. It was just bourbon all day, every day. Hanging out, hanging out with these guys, they they're beer connoisseurs like they just well not really connoisseurs just like to drink and uh we would go out to bars like every friday well guess whose bill would would jump up the price on everything me because i didn't like to drink beer mm-hmm. beers where we would go be four or five bucks and then my drink would be you know eight to nine dollars sometimes fifteen dollars mm-hmm. a shot so i screw it i'm gonna try and drink some of this beer and then i just developed a taste and a like for beer that's where it came from so let me ask you this right See, my goal when I was in my 20s was get drunk. But, but, hold on. I didn't like getting drunk on cheap shit. I wanted to enjoy the getting drunk part. Even though my goal was to get drunk primarily, right? I would rather have a two, two and a half ounce pour of bourbon. Straight on the rocks. Soda water if I need to, you know, need to buffer it a bit. Yeah. Than drink a big husky ass beer. Because then I do three bourbons, feel like I had, you know, still have less consumption than the full amount of one beer. Right. Rather than pound down three beers and be bloated. Heard that. You know what I'm saying there? I do. So, like, that was my goal. And it, so what? Fuck it. Ten bucks a drink. I, I didn't give a fuck about that. And I get a separate check if somebody wanted to bitch and moan. I, I don't have yeah. to go in on the same check as y'all. But I like to, well, we went out every Friday. So, it was, it was just, it was easier for me to, like, start liking beer. And... I didn't go out with the idea of getting drunk. I like to go out because we would just kind of like how we podcast now and talk about mm-hmm. everything that happened during the week. Oh, yeah. We would meet up every single Friday mm-hmm. and just shoot the shit about what was going Look, on. I don't need alcohol to shoot the shit. No. But if I'm drinking, I need alcohol to be good. So, I, I, yeah, I, I, I just stayed away from beer. The reason, only reason I started drinking beer, which I drink primarily now, is exactly the opposite of what I just told you. Yeah. I get, I'll have two beers and be like, I'm full. I don't even want to drink no more yeah. liquid. I'm filled up. 
and and it keeps me from getting into the hangover stage in my older years now. That that happened to me in New Year's New Year's Eve this year. Uh huh. And <clears throat> I had uh, one of the DDs drive me up to the store and hook up the hook up the Woodford. <laughs> not not for any other reason. Is I just I would have drank water the rest of the night. I just was not in the right. It was not look. Everybody the, everybody has their preferences, and I'm not saying that people can't have their preferences. Obviously, this is our show, so we say what the fuck we want. Mm. Um, that's, yeah, that's my thing. Now I will still lean back and sip on a fine bourbon every now and then. It's just the problem. The problem that happened when I got even in my twenties and then even into my thirties is there was no, uh, what's the word? There's no limit. <laughs> I was just drinking and drinking and drinking. They were just too easy to drink because the good shit is easy to drink. No limit soldier. The next thing you know, you're like, damn, I done had eight of those. I'm fucked up. Yeah. I can't do that no more. It'll ruin the whole weekend. No, to, now it's you know even even back then I've never been a competitive drinker. I, I don't I don't nah, try I to drink more beer. beers than the next guy. I don't count no. my beers than the next guy. Never that. Uh, but you know I, I what I don't do and this I know this pisses off the wifey. Um, I don't pay attention to the time. So if I'm out with friends and I'm sipping or whatever, you can't pay attention to the time if you're I'm dr- like, if you are oh. capital drinking. No, there is no time to be paid attention. But to. if you're if you're telling stories, if you're if you're having Please. fun, you're doing all that stuff, and then you look down and you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be home, but no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I didn't drive. Myself. <laughs> Here's my favorite one that happens to me all the time. Yeah. Hey, heading home in like 15 minutes. Hour and a half later, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm still here. <laughs> I, I did have the intention. Yeah. But another round came or George showed up, start telling stories. Yep. It's just that's what happens. Yeah, and you don't and it's not, you know, it's less about the fear of missing out, more about like no, just not at all. You you kind of lose track of time because you're having a good time. That's exactly what it is. That's all I love. Uh Gregor, you uh you added another year. I did. What what do they say? Another uh revolution around the sun? Sure. Fifty six years old. You look right. great for fifty six. I mean, time is a construct. I do. You know, I mean today is is, is, is a little shitty. I said I'm pretty tired today. But uh, thanks, George. I appreciate that. Yeah, happy birthday. We're, I'm not I'm trying. Gonna, I'm working I'm not out. Hey, but down eight pounds in two weeks. Oh, my God. Killing it right now. Me too. Can't fuck with me. Um, I am older. I ain't gonna lie. I feel older. My, turning really? 40, 40, 41, 42, felt the same as my 30s. Yeah. Not, there was, not, felt there was nothing to it. Turning the corner to the mid-40s, yeah. started to feel older, and I feel the same as 44, 45 right now, yeah. obviously. It's not that big of a difference. I'm sure the next big thing is going to be like 48, 49, 50. That'll be the kick in the nuts. Dog. Um, Had to cancel your birthday lunch with with the crew. Uh, bro, I felt shitty. Damn. It's actually finally going away, though. The sinus effect. I just, I was, every oh, morning, man. I just dizzy with a headache. It's torture. But, that shit's um, torture. Yeah, enough of that crybaby shit. Um, for... For his birthday, if you listen to episode 32, uh, Greg was complaining about me posting articles directly from Apple News. So to to make him happy in the show notes, I went ahead and uh, opened them up in Safari. So I had the full link that goes to Safari. I cannot believe. Happy birthday. Leaps and bounds. Happy birthday. Every every day we just get better on the show. These are the sacrifices I go through. Thank you. To make life easier. That's your so, that's your present to th- me. You're welcome. Right? You're welcome. Thank you, sir. Uh, if you have been listening <laughs> last week, and I didn't know what it was going to take to get uh, the wives to listen to the podcast. I don't know if Jada no. Gaff is listening. No, she's not. she never is going to listen. She well, doesn't care. My wife started listening. Okay. Because oh, yeah. we died. talked about her destroying our um, espresso machine last week. 
uh, by not adding water and then expecting it to froth her milk. So fast forward, she ordered this frothing thing with like a with like a down rod and a little. Hold on, you're fast forwarding already. Okay, you can't fast forward right now. Well, no, because there's an, there's something in between the fast forward. What is it? Oh, the text. So message then I'm you sitting got. there, right? Yeah. And then boom, my phone starts blowing up. It was like Wednesday. It was like the middle <laughs> of the week. And I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know the number. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And so I'm looking, and I read. I actually read over it really fast, and I didn't see that she wrote her nickname that she had, Greg R N or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. I'm like, what the? And it was about a a, a milk frother. And I'm like, oh, is this is this Kirsty? Yeah. That's and then great. I'm like. I was like, so I was like, that's what I put, who this? Wrong number, whatever, right? <laughs> and she's like, it's, it's Christy. I'm nah, 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 nah. I was yeah. like, damn. And I was like, damn, George is CC'd on this text too? Yeah. I was nah, man. And then y'all kind of got into the, you know, the oh, funny, yeah. typical funny argument spat yeah, that you guys have. And that was, uh, yeah, I tried to get out that conversation, fam. You got, yeah. you what? got me roped into a group message with the wife. I don't, How agree, great I don't appreciate it? that. All because of the frothing. All because of that. So I won't. Did I, you? Did she give you back thirty bucks for that machine? Hell no, she didn't give me back thirty bucks. Shit. You need to send her an invoice from just the drip. I'm gonna. That's mm. two bags. Yeah, that's true. Um, so she went on initially because she blew this thing up. She went on Amazon <laughs> and got this handheld. It looked like a little whisk or wisp, whatever you call yeah, it. Those things and those things are trash. and you hold the button and it a just whisk. Yeah, it rotates. It's almost like an emulsifier mm-hmm. with a little wisp on the end. Anyway. That would that would create bubbles, but it didn't really do what a steamer would do. Right. Um, and I don't believe it heated up the coffee either. There's no heating element. The milk, you mean? Yeah. Then. So after <laughs> she downloaded the podcast and listened to it, and all day, all day that was it the the text was going on Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. She's texting me all day. I can't believe you said this. You, oh, what are you guys talking about? You know about how on social media you can block people? Yeah. Too bad podcasts you can't block like <laughs> block people. So I'm getting shit. I'm getting questions all day about mm-hmm. podcasts. And, oh, you guys, what you talk about this? And all day That's long. A wrap. So she heard the podcast and I think you had said that that little one that she bought initially mm-hmm. was going to be crap. Right. So she went on Amazon and bought uh, a standalone milk th- frother. And I have a link here. We'll probably put it in the Let show. Let me interject. Notes. Go ahead. Go lie. I kind of want it. Yeah. It, and go lie. I kind of want it. And yeah. that was oat milk in there that was frothed. It up. is. No, yeah, it's oatly. I, I want it. I'm, I might have to copy Yeah, it. it's oatly. So it's it uh it heats up. It, there is a heating element okay. in this. And and it has a little wisp thing in the bottom. So it, right. heats, the, it heats the oatly and it wisps it up to whisks. put that whisks, whisk, um, whisks it up. And then she, I watched her pour it in there. It's got all this frothy bubbles oh, on she top. Was so, she, I bet and the I took, smile on her face oh was my so God. big. And I was taking video and I was texting it to Greg. And, and uh, she's like, yeah, tell Greg about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I told her, I said, well, make sure you don't turn it on without putting the milk in there. Would you burn this one up? That's pretty funny. She can't. She can't yeah, I, I think I wrote back. I was like, she's redeemed herself. Yeah. So uh, we, we got a link in there. Um We'll, we'll put that. I just that was that was some of the funniest shit ever. That was good dealing with that. that was was, good. But it is it's a very a very cool device. I don't remember the name of it. Like I said, we'll put a link in there. But it was. Um, she's like, "Oh, you want some in yours?" I said, "No, I'm good." Shout outs to Amazon for reinforcing relationships. Yeah, way to go, <laughs> way to go, Bezos. Dent, denting wallets, but reinforcing yeah. relationships. <laughs> no dents. <laughs> oh, God. 
Um, one of the things I want to discuss, because we now that we're in the 2020 and mm. um, we are going to start producing more video, um, we do have episode, I believe episode 30, which was the first episode we... Uh, that you actually were able to pull. Yeah. I'm, we're not video editors by any means. Worthy footage. It, it was the first It was the first episode of the new year. So I felt like, okay, we could start episode 30 mm-hmm. and then do... New year, new drip. New drip. So we do, we're going to start launching those. Um, we do got a brainstorm about the intro because we do have, we have intro music and we have, we have a great job into the audio, but now we need to film video to put the, the intro track over. This is true. So we're going to brainstorm about that. But once we get that piece in, then we'll get, we'll get all the good stuff, uh, going, but I'm, I'm excited for that. But one of the things I want to do and we'll start chopping it up and putting it here, but the wall behind Gregor, I want to definitely go over like painting that wall, getting a, some kind of thing, some lighting and stuff. looks cool. Like all the other cool kids doing on, on YouTube. So, uh, so we get that, uh, YouTube bag. Boom. Oh yeah. It's just going to be, it's going to pay for all the coffee. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> We're going to be blowing up. We're going to do 9 million. I can't wait for people to have to get interrupted with commercials to, to watch our shit. Hey, cha-ching every time. <laughs> You know, I, hey, if you want to hit the skip button, hit the skip yeah, button. It's fine with me. I'm st- we're still getting the bag. I'm good with it. That's all. That's all I have for the for the you catch know, up. My, yeah, I don't. I might got plenty. Oh, well, here we go. You know, there's shout outs. What's the opposite of shout outs? Uh, shout downs. Yeah, shout ins. Shout down free food kitchen. Is downtown Summerlin. Is it whisper ins? <laughs> might be whisper ins. <laughs> you got a whisper in? I had to think about that one for a second. Um, yeah, you know, I tried to go there last night for a birthday dinner. What's it called? <clears throat> True Food Kitchen. Oh. It's a chain place. You know, they got them like, I think like, there's quite a few in California. Oh, and I didn't know. Arizona and all that. I right? haven't heard of that one. So one opens in downtown Summerlin several months back, probably like four or five months ago. Great reviews on Yelp. People love it. Um, my daughter's birthday was a couple weeks ago. My birthday was a couple days ago. We decided, hey, you know, she came out. We were, she was going to be at my house this weekend. Let's go to dinner put reservations in three days ago yeah we'll get there last night 6 30 crowded busy wifey goes to the front hostess stand they're like yeah we'll, we'll get back to you in just a couple minutes we'll get you seated cool it's, it's packed in there it's packed it's busy okay there was some parade or something i think lunar new year parade at downtown summerlin so we're standing there me Flexing. my wife my three kids we're standing there we're waiting 15 minutes goes by. My wife goes back over to the host. Like, hey, just wanted to check in. Like, you know, are we going to be seated soon? She's like, yeah, yeah, we'll just be a few more minutes. We'll get back to you. Standing there waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah. We're at 27 minutes. Oh, you started the stopwatch? I just look at my phone. Oh, okay. Right? You can, you're, when you're I've standing done, yeah. there, and I'm, I, I, I don't want to sit there and just be the guy on my phone going, I, I'm not so bored that I just need to pick up my phone and start looking at it, right? So I'm just looking at my phone, see what time it is. I'm like, damn, we've been here for 27 minutes now. So I go up there and I go, hey, I got a question. And the girl's like, yeah. I said, what is the value of a reservation around here? And she's like, what? I go, well, I'm just trying to figure out what a reservation is worth. I go, because we've been standing here for 27 minutes for a reservation that we booked three days ago and we can't get seated. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Um, You know, we're going to try to get you seated as fast as we can. And then... uh. This girl at the uh, hostess station that like runs the tablet with the seating and everything. Oh yeah, she butts in right. And mind you, wasn't 
mad or being angry. Excuse with me, the sir. Girl. This girl was like 17 or 18 that was greeting people at the door. Well, the girl, behind, the girl behind her was in her 20s or whatever. Yeah. And uh, she sees me talking to this girl. And this girl can't answer because she's just literally greeting people. She comes over. She goes, yeah, it's just really busy. I'm sorry. There's a, there's a party at the table that we have. You know, we, we do have your reservation. But there's a party at the table that is reserved. And, you know, we're waiting for them to leave before we can see you. I was like, okay, so you're telling me there is no there is no value of making a reservation. No. Here's what you're telling me. Nope. And she just goes, well, we'll we'll get you seated as soon as we can. That doesn't I, help. I was like, okay. Boom. The young girl greeting everybody at the door runs back into, you know, and I could tell she was scrambling to try to go make something happen. Manager comes over and, you know, a few minutes later, goes over and talks to my wife, doesn't come to me. That's fine. 2020, right? <laughs> women can handle their own and got nothing wrong with sure, that sure, sure. but I know he looked at me and was like uh, I'm not talking to that guy no time it's scary I'm not gonna talk to this guy he's old old Egyptian dude he's gonna be scary so <laughs> he starts telling my wife um, yeah you know sorry uh, but there's this there's this party there they just won't leave you know they've been sitting there for like an extra 30 minutes and they won't get up and so I don't know what to do how do you how do you have one space in this restaurant for five people and what for five what is, people that reserved a table but what three is, days in advance does every does every other table have room for four that's what i was saying i'm like well, you can't put two tables together right so he's telling my wife this and so he's he's kind of trash talking the people at the table damn oh, i don't know what to do like they just won't leave i love it it's like well damn hold on like we're not I'm not saying like kick them out. Right. I'm just saying get us seated. Yeah. Put put two more tables. That makes total sense. This isn't rocket science. No. Anybody that's worked in hospitality understands that you do what you got to do to take care of the people that that are coming in, especially people that have reservations. What's the point of the reservation? So now at this point, people that came in, like, you know, just two people, they Mm -hmm. are starting after us that didn't have reservations are starting to get seated. Oh, absolutely. I was like, we got room for two. We ain't got room for five. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I was like, all right. So finally we get to the 35-minute mark. And oh I, go, God. I go, I go. I look at my wife. I said, I can't. I can't. I'm in a bad mood now. Oh, yeah. They don't give a fuck. True Food Kitchen doesn't give a fuck about seating yeah. us and honoring our reservation. And so I tell the girl at the counter, I said, I go, sorry, I go, we're leaving. You can cancel our reservation. She looked up at me and then looked right back down, didn't say a goddamn word to me. Wow. She looked up at me like I said some shit and, you know fucking french she just she looked at me with the blankest face suck lay blue zero fucks given so you know we left and we just went to i mean yes another chain restaurant but we went to setabello it's one of my favorite little pizza oh, okay. shops they're always consistent yeah. friendly they got one get seated yeah there's one up here they right got one the out here in Hendon. Yeah. great place i can i have nothing i i've been to setabello probably 20 times i have nothing bad to say about them yeah. the service is always excellent so shout outs to setabello for yeah for making it good and yeah, I just took five minutes to talk shit about a restaurant that gave zero fucks. It there, I know you love the show Seinfeld. There's mm-hmm. a really great episode uh, where he makes a uh, rental car reservation, right? And oh. he's telling the lady, he goes, "You're good at taking reservations. You're not good at fulfilling, fulfilling. reservations." Exactly. It's there. So exactly. It's, no, exactly that. Yeah. It <clears throat> makes it makes. Here's it the really thing. Good. So yeah, it was busy when we went in there, but it shouldn't matter. Nah, it shouldn't. We made the reservation three. We didn't make the reservation an hour ago. We made it three days ago. I, it, if you're if you own a restaurant, there there is something along the lines of 
active spending. So of course, just because just because you have a table there, and let's say they you know they ordered a bottle of wine, they ordered their food, they ordered dessert. Mm-hmm. After about you know they get to to take in their dessert and their coffee and everything. Of course. But 20 minutes goes by. If they're not spending any more money, if they're not ordering more drinks, it's time to... Yeah, so I think there's a diplomatic approach that they didn't want to cross the line on, right? They didn't want to say, hey guys, just want to see if we'll get you anything else. If not, we know we gotta, we need this table. I don't think they're going to do that. A nightclub will kick you out in a minute. Oh yeah. You know? Um, But also if you own a restaurant and you're a chain... Which and you've been around for a long time. How do you not understand how to manage your your reservation expectations and your turnover rate? Yeah, right. Of course you got to get your money. Of course you're gonna go look. We and listen. The bottom line was what they communicated to us. Yeah, they have one table in that restaurant that could seat a party that, of five. That doesn't that doesn't make sense. It makes zero sense, and they're full of shit. It just doesn't make sense. It's so All stupid. Right. So, but that's I'm, it. I'm concluding just the shit. and we're getting on to the next one just the shit well the next one here is um we've been sipping as we've been doing a little recap of the week we have been um greg picked this bag up today uh gregor where's this coffee from uh dark moon coffee roasters based out here in henderson nevada oh my god was you know voted i think it's in the top 10 cities in america to live please if you're over 60 no i'm not even close to over 60 your beard says otherwise. No, no. Hey, I grade early for the for those that catch up on video. I grade early, so it that doesn't really rep, it's not a fair <laughs> representation of my age. Um, this is a good tasting coffee, but uh, you had you had mentioned before we started the show that it was uh, you tasted the dark chocolate. Yeah, berries. I got. I fruit. get the berries too, but fruit. the dark chocolate to me really overshadows it. You know, I would have to eat more dark chocolate to have now, that flavor profile. That being said, the third tasting note on here is dates, right? And I don't think either one of us is getting that. I would have to. I would have to actually consume a date. And let's. So, oh, you never had dates? Not, not that I can remember. Like, like a, maybe a bacon wrapped date, but then it just tastes like bacon, and then whatever and texture. Yeah, sugar. because then when they when the dates are warmed up, that sugar yeah. caramelizes pretty fast. Yeah. Um. So. This is a blend. It's a Colombian and an Ethiopian together. So the Ethiopian, yeah. I'm sure, is lending the the fruit. berry flavor, right? And then we're getting the chocolate notes from the Colombian. Um, really nice shop. First time in there. Been around. I think it's been here in Vegas for at least a year, maybe. Oh, a really? Year yeah, because they remember the mug you got me from. Was it Corey's? Uh, yeah. And it's got the you know the beer. Oh, and these coffee. guys are on there. Yeah, they're on there. You know, I still have those beers in the fridge, by the way. Oh, if we ever want to do we're a taste, have to do that episode. episode. We have to do that episode. It's it's brewed. It's like a coffee, coffee we'll beer it. mix. It's still coffee. Um, really like the design of this bag. The design is awesome. the The cafe is beautiful. It, inside, it's really nice. It's in oh. an older strip mall. Kind of reminds me of going to um, Mothership. Okay, you know how it's like an older strip mall, yeah. and like you just wouldn't know until you walk in the space that what's going on inside there. Same type of thing going on here. But Re- and the workers are awesome, knowledgeable, reasonably um, priced. Yeah, it's right on par with everything else. Oh, that's cool. That bag, though, I think that bag was like fourteen dollars, and it's got half Ethiopian, so that's good. Do you yeah. think they? Do you think they do a one to one? So th- is it when they're roasting? Do they do like one cup Colombia, one? Cup? I don't know. I couldn't I would answer love that. To I'm sure that. they're. I'm sure they probably tune it to where they want it to be. So I don't think it's yeah. probably. I don't think it's always going to be a one to one. Because you're, that that's the part I would like to know is if how how accurate like, based on the roast, and then once they're all done roasting everything and they're putting it in bags. Is it, could you get a bag that's like got, 
like a you know a three no, to one. I think no. I think what's going to happen is because they roast large batches, right? Right. So I think when they're doing their quote formula, their ratio, yeah, that's going to be pretty standard across the board. Okay. Once they've decided the way, once they've got it tasting the way they want it to be, it's written down on their you know computer or piece of huh. paper, or whatever the fuck they're doing, and it it all goes in there. I like it. This is uh, I don't know if we said it already. This is what they call the lunar blend. This is the lunar blend. Lunar um, New Year's right now. Yeah. What is what is that? Chinese New Year. So that's that's a lunar new year. Yes, yeah, because like it has it like it starts. I think it started yesterday or or two days ago. Did it? And it goes on for fifteen days, and huh. basically in fifteen days is the first full moon of the new year. Gotcha. That's how it works. Uh, inside the Venetian, I think it's a Venetian or the Palazzo has a giant exhibit, and I'm based on the exhibit. This is the year of the rat because uh, there's gigantic. Like uh, the Bellagio probably has that in their yeah. little flower garden right now. Yeah. When I, when I worked at Caesars, it was huge. Yeah. Huge, I mean, and, and it's not just Caesars. It's just Vegas in general. No, they... A gigantic, um, you know, Asian population from overseas comes over for the yeah. Lunar New Year every year. It's a good place to party. So, yeah. Um, but right now, coronavirus kind of dampening that. Well, I told you, I was drinking the Corona Cure on Friday right. night. Yeah, yeah. You think that's the cure? I think that's going to... Mm, might dampen your immune system, fam. No, it, it strengthens it. I don't know about that. If I, hear, if I hear you so much as cough, you're kicked off the podcast. Nope. I got zero coughs. I don't. I, hey, look. I'm a staple of health. Uh, they, they call for my blood every week. So <sighs> I got to find time this I wish week that side to go donate. More visual. It will be. Like I want it to. I want like the I'll cut to side you. to go over your face when you're talking I'll, about this. I'll, goddamn cu- I'll cut to you in the video. Uh you know, we, we, we do the video right here and <laughs> we'll cut that side. Um, you can find Dark Moon Coffee Roasters uh, at 11041 Southeastern Avenue in beautiful Henderson, Nevada. Uh, you can follow them online at Dark Moon Coffee uh, or other social medias. Dark Moon dot coffee. Right. If we're talking about domain names. So we did some research on their <laughs> on their uh, URL. Like, why didn't they buy darkmooncoffee.com? Well, it's taken, and then it redirects to another coffee roaster, so I'm sure that pissed them off. Um, I didn't know that they're, and what do you call, do you call that an octet? Like, what do you call the dot after? The dot com, the dot co, the dot Well, you have your TLDs, right? Right. Which are the comms, nets, or oh, so, so it's a TLD. I, is it, or is it like a, what would be, that's a top it's level. Like a is this like an SLD, a secondary level domain? I don't know. Because it's not in that upper echelon of preferred. Right. I so just, you can I get a dot, know. a dot whatever you want these right. days on, like dot bicycle, dot restaurant. Dot Gregor. Please. <laughs> All sold out. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. When I stopped in, I got a, you know, I was telling George earlier, I got a drink. It was called the, I think it was called like the Evergreen Shrub, right? And according to the, the guy that made it, the barista, yeah. a shrub is a, it's a standard type of drink that they, that's made. I've never heard of that right? before. I think it's one of those, what do you call it? What are those people? A mixologist. It's a cocktail type of thing, I think. But, but is there... Is there any uh, story behind why it's called a shrub? Don't know. Maybe there's some essence of pine in there. I I, I should have taken a picture. I should have taken a picture of the the menu because it lists the ingredients that's in the drink. Essence but the bottom. The, but one thing I do know is there's apple cider vinegar is one of the ingredients. Okay. And then they put a shot of espresso in it, which he said that you not usually made with espresso. I got it. It was it was the drink was crazy because um it tasted like a sparkling apple juice. Oh. Almost like a hard spark, like a hard apple cider, but it wasn't overly sweet. Yeah, 
and the caffeine kick was in there. There was a little bit of a coffee kick, but it yeah. didn't taste like an espresso. And then also the espresso buffered down the the vinegar effect as like well. That. So there wasn't a harsh bite in yeah. it. It was a really interesting drink. Cool. I, I was impressed. I would buy it again. It was it was a, it was like what I say six bucks, five yeah. bucks, something after tax. It was like seven dollars flat or something yeah. like that. And then you got to experience the tipping. And then uh, oh, that's <laughs> later on. That's later on. Oh, and, is it? And, you oh, know, yeah. You already don't got that. don't put Dark Moon in on this Sorry. because they're not they're not who I have beef with right now. Yeah. They're beautiful. And I'm not even gonna name the shop I do have beef with. Okay. And I'm, I, it's not even fair to to call out that specific shop rather than let's let us just. Let it let, it let us pull the cloth off right. of the bullshit and in, in, in these scenarios with these uh, point of sale systems. We'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, we get, we're going to roll right into the news. Damn, it's news time already. It's news How time already. We're not even at 30 minutes. We're killing this podcast. We're so streamlined and we yeah. are. I think like, really we just had a boring week. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Next week's going to be massive. Of course. We'll have a lot to, a lot to chop up next week. I'm starting the notes already. Here is coffee news. Emma Chamberlain, we talked about her two or three episodes ago that she announced she is dropping her own coffee line in conjunction with Bigsby Coffee. Yes, it was Bigsby. Um, and there was a gentleman there, and I don't remember his name. I'm not going to look him up. But uh, he started Bigsby Coffee. You actually knew someone who's a cousin of. Related, yeah. Uh, totally. Owner. Loosely, yeah. Of Bigsby yeah. Coffee, I mean, I'm so. good friends with them. Don't know right. anybody. Don't know anything about Bixby. Period. Never experienced the brand. Don't. Never met the people. But it's just funny. Like I said, I think it was about two years ago. It was mentioned yeah. to me. Um, my buddy, his wife is is cousin is cousins with one of the founders, and he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, um, you know, her cousin is starting this coffee company, and you know, if you want anything, maybe you know, we can have them send you a few bags." Well, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's cool. That's yeah, great. whatever." Didn't think anything of it. And it's just, again, it's just one of those things comes full circle. And I was like, oh, I think I've heard about this before. It's perfect. Well, when we when we announced she's having her own coffee, the, the website wasn't done. The pricing wasn't up. Um, none of the details. Well, I didn't there. even look at any of that. But the, way, but the way she's doing this coffee is they come in uh, steeping bags. It's not, she's not selling a 12-ounce bag. She's selling little single-serving Right, uh, badge you put in, you pour hot right. water over, and you got. What, what does it make? Like a six ounce? Um, I think so. That part I didn't look up. Okay, just wondering. Um, yeah, that part. I'm sure you brew to your desired strength, right. just like tea or whatever. Um, the the website is very easy, very simple. Um, but just going through, you know, that she's doing everything. It, it's two dollars a bag. Each bag that she sells is right. two dollars a bag, and she does them in a five pack, ten pack, twenty pack, thirty pack. Um, her, her preferred way to drink this, it's her signature cold brew requires three bags. Okay. And there was outrage on social that they thought that she was gouging people because these baggies are $2 a bag. Um, so for 30 pack, 60 bucks, her cold brew requires three bags. There was a tweet that went out that said if Emma Chamberlain's coffee bags are $5 each and to make her signature cold brew, I need three bags. I'm literally buying one single $15 iced coffee. Um, we joked earlier before we podcasted that if you did the math on the bags, they're $2 a bag. So right. it would actually be a $6 cold brew. It would be, yeah. So let, look, obviously her audience isn't very good with math. No, they watch every single video she does. And again, like I said, I, I kind of got to shoot her some bail. 
Yeah. You're making a $2 cup of coffee at home in a steeped bag. That's cheaper than if you go to even your neighborhood Starbucks. Right. And it's not, you're, you're, you're paying for the process to create these bags and the designs and everything. Exactly. Um, there's got to be a profit in there somewhere. Yeah. Going through her website, she's got this travel money sold out. I mean, when you got, when you have, <laughs> of course, you know, it's sold out. Of course. For those that are listening, uh, understand that. For those that aren't, you wouldn't know. The yeah. This whole, this whole, uh, <clears throat> cooperative, uh, creation that she does with Chamberlain coffee. She has a massive audience. So, the main backer behind this is she's going to sell a lot of coffee with her influence she has over her viewers and listeners. So yeah, it, this stuff's going to sell out and it's going to sell out quick. Right. I, I would love to know what she started with for inventory, but uh, this is very, you know, very impressive. So it's a travel mug. Big ups to her. Bag. Like I said, we're going to, we're definitely going to review this in the future um, because I know you guys can't wait. <laughs> yeah, but we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna uh here's the thing what if we get this shit and it's amazing? Right? We're gonna find out. All right, I agree. We're we're gonna find out. Well we tell it like it is on this show. Yeah, we what we'd have to do is figure out, you know, we could probably get a bag of Bigsby coffee if we wanted to, and in turn we would know what this coffee would taste like. I don't know if the process like you think the steeping is gonna change the taste and the you know the the tasting profiles. I don't uh, for people like us I don't think so I don't think so either. I think if you're a, a barista or a true coffee aficionado yeah there might be some issues with the steeping um and so again what we're doing here is we're making an easy to use type of coffee right yeah the variables for the variables for messing up are too large here the people that are following Emma Chamberlain that are buying um that are buying these coffees. Do you think these people are going to follow the Specialty Coffee Association's no. guidelines for how hot the water needs to no, be? No, they're not. All right. Nope, they're going to boil it and they're going to have fun with it. <laughs> they're going to they're going to pour it over and do whatever they're going to do. They're not following any guides or So the, co- the water's going to be even... water's going to be too hot, the water's going to be too cold. Are they going to dial in exactly how much water should go into there? How many people are measuring the ounces of water they're putting into things like this? They're going to fill the coffee cup. They're not. Or they're not. Or they're going to go halfway. Or um, are they going to put on a timer to see exactly how long that they're not? No. Because people just, even with tea, tea is the same way. You have people that are very specific and they're precise and the water temperature and the time and they're going to watch it and they're going to. Then, but 90, 99% of people making tea, they put that shit in there. They go, they sit on the couch, they look there. Oh shit, I forgot I got a tea bag. And, and it's right. 10 minutes later, they go to get the three tea bags out of the cup and it's a bitter thing and they add a bunch of sugar to make it taste okay. Yep. So I don't think, I, I'm wondering, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm wondering if, if, if these steeped bags are formulated in a way with coffee and grind size and all that. I wonder if they found like the general area the formula. for human error huh. to make it. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you know, on average, most people oversteep by two and a half minutes. And so if we have this much in here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you've got an eight ounce coffee cup or right. 12 ounce coffee cup. And nobody's going to really, me- yeah, nobody's measuring the ounces of their cups. Yeah. They're just putting, they're just kind of pouring in. And we found out the average amount that somebody pours into right. a cup is 6.75 ounces. Yeah. Use one bag Who for knows? every eight ounces of water. Right. Like right. They got to have that. I know I went on a long-winded rant there, but I'm just saying, I, I just think there's there's so many variables at play when people, it, 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 on everything. When people make a cake at home, yeah, how many people are actually measuring, like it needs to be, the bag needs to be measured. They tell you two eggs. They tell you 
half a cup of sugar. People just go, shh. Yep. Not many, not many people are really doing this. No. The days of grandma doing that shit is over. Nope. So, but grandma made the best shit. <laughs> she really, Delicious. And, a, and wouldn't even, would have had shit written down, but yeah. made it so long she's not even referencing the homemade cookbook anymore. Uh, to, to close out this, this Emma Chamberlain follow-up, uh, we need to be famous. Uh, just mm. the Drip needs to go mainstream. Interesting. We need to get tons of viewers, tons of followers, so that we can come up with our own coffee and charge the fuck is that, out of people. Is that, <laughs> I was going to say, is that is that like, is, I don't know if I want to make my own coffee. No, it needs to be organic. But I know what you're saying. I, I would love to have, I mean, I think the name of our show is the name for a phenomenal coffee shop. Um, well, you just basically gave somebody carte blanche to do that. No, we got it. Good luck trying to get the domains and everything because no, they're gone. That'd be just the drip coffee shop. <laughs> yeah. No. Just the drip coffee dot shop. It's a terrible name. Don't, don't try to register <laughs> that. Don't try to register Just that. the drip dot coffee. Nope. Um, <sighs> Greg, Greg, are you a over tipper or an under tipper? You know what I am? I am a fair tipper. Yes. Let's put it there. My tip will reflect several things. One. Service. Two, quality. Dang, was that a cash register? What was that noise? What was that? I don't know. That was you. Was it? Making sound effects and shit. I thought you had the soundboard up. No. Okay. But yeah, it's it, it's quality of service, quality of product, and also, I think with a lot of people, it's how you feel. Yeah. And also, I think in your younger years, it's how much money you have in your yeah. account. <laughs> You're like, oh shit, I don't know, I got like 50 cents left. I'm not tipping anybody. Um, you know, I encountered something that, that, that prompted me to, uh, as a matter of fact, I spoke with Earl the Pearl about this and he was the one to see, he goes, Oh, funny. He goes, I just read this article and he sent this article. Around. Oh, nice. And so this article talks about how to tip and across a variety of industries, bars, cabs, uh, maid service, babysitters, all that stuff. At the very top of this article though, it's interesting. They show that, uh, coffee shop baristas, they say to tip $1 per drink. Sure. Right. Which is like a bar. I think that's fair. I do the same. Yeah. One yeah. or $2, depending on what I'm buying, the amount that I'm right. getting, how much of it is a crafted experience versus a packaged whatever. Right. So, for example, when I used to work as a bartender and people ordered a beer, I'm, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Don't tip me for popping the bottle on and handing you a bottle. Right. I didn't do anything. Right. When you order a Manhattan or something. Yeah. Or if you're like, hey, you know, can you make that strong? Or if, you know, or if you've been coming to my bar and you've, been giving me tips, you know, and you're on your fifth drink of the night. Yep. I'll pour you a little heavy something. Yep. I'll give you a little juice, right? Get a bigger tip. And the tips always worked out. By then, I had nights where people would just, I mean, I'd be three hours into the night and I got 20 bucks. Yeah. Shitty night. Then I'd have somebody come along, party at four, order three rounds, and then throw a $200 tip down. Yeah. And just, it levels it out, right? Yeah, it's great. And it's, it's it always works out. So, I found it interesting. I went to a coffee shop here in Vegas uh, yesterday, and I ordered three things. Ooh. One was their own product, which was a bag of beans. Yep. I mean, l- l- hold on. I didn't order the bag of beans. I pulled the bag. I walked over. I browsed the retail area and pulled the bag off the shelf myself okay. and held it. Then I saw over at the side of the counter. I just got done working out, by the way. Yep. These little natural protein bars. I said, you know what? Let me get one of those. That's a resale item. Yeah. They did not make that. Was it RX bar? No, it wasn't. It was, I, I can't even remember what it's called. I don't know. I like honest. those. That's but it's a protein bar type sure. thing. It was, it was like called the protein puck. That's what it's called. Cause it's this round puck. I haven't heard of that. That's and funny. no, there was not golden Knights. Okay. On it. But it's like, you know, number one, fan. it's like some seeds and some, I think, <laughs> I don't know, some whey protein, some cashews, right. I dates. I don't know what's in it, but got one of those. So 
I browsed and pulled that off and, and was holding that in line too, along with the beans that I browsed and picked up off the shelf. Got to the counter, ordered a cortado to go. Mm-hmm. And you've you've gotten the cortado before. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure what the difference between an espresso and a cortado. We talked is. about this when we, we talked did. about the flat I, white. It's all about ratios of of milk. So there is milk, milk and a cortado, milk and foam and espresso. Gotcha. It's all about that ratio. Okay. That's what it is. But a cortado is not a lot of liquid, right? No, it's. I think. I think if I'm not mistaken, could be wrong. I think it's a one to one. It's a shot, and then it's this much milk and oh, okay, foam. Gotcha. Okay, right. So I go up. The total was, let me just, I can't really remember it, but it was in the 20s. Gotcha. Because the bag of beans was probably 15. Sure. And then I think it was like four and four. I think the cortada was four, and then the protein bar was like four bucks. Yeah. So it's in the 20s. I put my card in the little POS with the little screen facing me, yeah. and it says remove card, remove the card, and my total comes up. And then it shows suggested tip amounts starting at 18%. Yeah. It's like 18%. 22% and 26%. They didn't even have 20? Didn't even have 20. Oh I don't God. think I could be wrong. I could yeah. be wrong. But that doesn't matter to the point I'm getting at here. <laughs> so I have one piece of retail merchandise, which is the beans they roast in house. Thank you. Yeah. Unlike the last bag of beans I bought at this particular store that were burnt to shit. Yeah. This being this bag was really well done when I got home later that day. So this is a prepackaged item that I had to browse and get myself. Then I have a resale item, which is a protein puck that that they did not make in the store. They did not make. Their markup is again, like I said to you earlier, I'm sure it's at least fifty percent. Yeah, they're making on they're clearing on that. Sure, four bucks. I'm sure they're buying them for one fifty each, two dollars at most each, and moving those. So the only thing they're making right now is my cortado. And it's one. I didn't order five. And a, and I didn't a, order five custom drinks. Right. And a dollar. And a dollar on that is one hundred percent. The check yeah. wants me to tip comprehensively across right. all items at a total. Combine it. And I said, "What?" <laughs> and of course. Look, the, <laughs> you can choose no tip and custom amount. Sure. That's not the point here. The point is the fucking insult. The point is. Is is store owners paying their workers' wages off the back of expecting and prompting for higher than should be promoted oh, yeah. tip amounts? This is Vegas, right? So, for example, if I had bought two bags of just the one bag of coffee, right. as I said, I'm pretty sure it gives you the suggested percentage on anything over ten or fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. If I would have just bought that bag of coffee, it would have asked me to tip for that bag of coffee. Correct. If I would have bought three of those protein pucks that are resale items, it would have asked me to tip on resale items that they're clearing the house on. God, that makes makes no sense. It makes no fucking sense. It's terrible. It makes you look bad and it puts the customer in a bad position because literally I was so angry at the moment I wanted to press no tip because of anger, not because of anything to do with anybody behind the the counter. So pay, your, set up pay your fucking employees yeah. a reasonable wage. I don't want to see you're paying your employees $2.50 on paper and you're justifying it via um, average uh, tip out at you're, the end of the day. You're really allowed to do that as an employer? If, it's a if you read this article, it yeah, will let you know. Well, if I had internet, by the way, <laughs> this is a trap house after all. Um, 
it's it, there. You can pay your employees less than minimum wage so long as the tips that come in make up for that, gotcha. come up to that minimum wage amount. So that's what they're doing. They're putting the wages over on the customer. Yeah, not on not on themselves. Look, I, I'm I'm with you. The, I would love to know because where I normally buy my bags, there is that 18, 20, 22 percent pops up. Right. The roasting process is done by somebody in house, so I know there's work that goes into that, and that's their job. But right, but do I do I tip eighteen percent on a bag of roasted coffee? So let me let me let me help you out here. I was talking to the Brit yesterday Uh-oh. about this too. He goes, "I'm not." He's British, so yeah. he speaks. But he goes, "I'm not tipping anywhere. I have to go to a counter and pick up my own food." He's like, "Nobody is serving it." Right. He goes, there's, I'm not at a table. Nobody's doing the footwork and presenting it. He's like, I'm doing all the work there to get that stuff. He goes, it's their job to make the product, but nobody is serving the product. 100%. And I was like, I agree with that. Fair enough. I get yeah. that. I understand. I will still tip just because I, I a well, big part of it just comes from A, living in Vegas, which is a hospitality industry. Right. And the other part is B, having worked in the hospitality industry for a long time. And I know when it's busy and you bust your ass and the tips are low, you get a little jaded because your employer is not paying you a right. fair wage. Yeah, that sucks. That that's that part's pretty shitty. Right. I, um customarily, if I go out to eat, I double the front number. And that <clears> normally <throat> helps me. That that that's normally about twenty percent. It might be it might be a little over. It might I'm, be like nineteen point two, whatever. I'm fine with twenty percent. Yeah. I will use twenty percent as my base. And if service is shitty, I'll knock your ass down. Yeah. <laughs> I've been known I've been known to reach in my pocket and throw literal coins on the table God, after the shittiest that's service some, that's after the shittiest terrible. service ever had it was years ago i was in my yeah. 20s at olive garden or something oh, yeah. and it was i i was i wanted to fight the waiter and i was like Shh, i threw like 37 cents on the they on didn't the table. treat you they didn't treat you like family no yeah they're they not living up to their slogan they didn't. No, and the breadsticks weren't even coming the way they should oh, oh you know man. what i mean if you got to ask twice for breadsticks yeah <laughs> that's a change tip that's definitely a change tip i i like the way they broke down uh for those definitely <laughs> click on this in the show notes because they've got some interesting stuff here restaurant carry out so in in that sense you're you're paying for the person that's making the food not necessarily service right this makes this makes sense it makes sense to me and you know what for me also just going out to drink yeah i tend to it, now, if I have a lot of drinks, like this mentions, you know, if you have a tab, this is what you should tip. I am a 20% tipper on running tabs right. when I know it's going to be a lot of drinks. But if I go and I have a couple of beers, I tend to go $2 per drink. Okay. You know, even if it's they're just pouring the beer. Yeah. I do tip for somebody popping the top. I never expected it as a bartender. But if somebody, I've always paid that as a bartender. And something I learned, and this took me a while because obviously in my 20s, I didn't know and I ne- I've never worked in a in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did work at Dairy Queen and we got almost no tips there. Mm. Um, a lot of free ice cream. So <laughs> my friends got a lot of free ice cream too. <laughs> of course. Uh, but the servers have to tip out the food staff. Yes. Like, And, and <clears throat> I just assumed, you know, you work in these fancy ass restaurants and, and you you coming home with some there's some big checks in there. Yeah. And but I didn't know that they had the share at the end of the right. night. It's a trickle down tip effect. Right. Yeah. Trickle down. Um the other thing that's that's very uh very popular in Vegas these days is the the water in Vegas. Just going out to eat. I don't know if you're familiar with this. I know you didn't get to uh, No, I'm familiar with it. It at the restaurant the other for your birthday, but 
going to some of these places. <laughs> the <laughs> restaurant I didn't. The restaurant, the restaurant you didn't that I had reservations at. for that didn't seat us for my birthday. Yeah, it was great. Um, the water game in in Vegas is something else. I mean, going, for, you know, oh, would you like still sparkling or 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 tap water? There's levels to this. And if you live in Vegas, everyone knows you do not drink Vegas water. You don't you don't put ice in a if cup. You like drugs, you do. Sure. But you don't pour it out of the faucet here in Vegas. So when you hear the word tap water, it always makes you wonder, like, oh, man, what are they filtering their tap water? Or is it just, are they just pouring it right out of the, the nozzle into some ice? Let's talk about, there's two other things to this. What is that? <clears throat> there's some that says we won't serve you water unless you request it. Right. Which I find, I don't understand. It's it's supposed to be because that's tap water and they're, they are pouring from the faucet. So they're trying to conserve water. No, they're not. We we we're not. Why are they trying to conserve water? Vegas, Las Vegas itself, has zero water conservation issue. Lake, I thought we did like two or three years. Lake ago. Mead's water. The yeah. reason why Lake Mead has problems is because of California going over their allotment. Oh, those we have never we have never gone over our water allotment in the city out of the, out of the Colorado River. Huh? We are in a surplus every fucking year. So we all have to listen to the water district bitch and moan to us and give us threatening, violent commercials. They'll yeah. come kick our ass with a hockey stick if we sprinkle our fucking lawn. Reeves, beat you up. It's all, yeah. Everybody's really scared of his little he fucking finna, light ass. He's finna get you. I'm tired of light-skinned dudes threatening me on TV. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, I ain't scared. <laughs> go to church. <laughs> the other thing is, the third one is, I remember working in the bar. Yeah. At the club. We would have meetings before our shift. Somebody comes and asks for a water. You reach down and you pull a bottle of water and crack the top. And you charge them for it. Yeah. You right away if they ask for a water, you crack, crack the, top? the top because then that puts them on the spot to have to pay for yeah. it. Well, I already opened it. Yeah. You should have said you wanted tap water. Fuck that. Yeah. People need to tell you, but do not, do not give them tap water, whatever you do. Tell them you yeah. don't serve it. So at one point when I was, I was working there, I was like, this is an ethical dilemma. Yeah. There's an issue here. And so people would be at my bar fucked up. Yeah. And hey, like, oh, okay. Hey, water. Hey. And, you know, getting near the, that two, three in the morning zone. Yep. Hey, man, I get some water. I was like, how much money you got left? Bro, you know what? You know what I do? <laughs> yeah. Out the gun. Here you go. I'm not charging you for it. Nothing, right? I got in trouble on numerous occasions for doing that. Wow. This person right here has been at my bar for four hours. Yeah. And I can't give them a cup of water. They've been tipping on their bill. They've been spending money in the club. They paid $20, yeah. $30, $40 to get in. And I can't give them water off the gun? I think you should. At least I think the spot should give the bartender some leeway on on that. If you know the guy's been dropping. If he dropped $100 and $120 at the bar that night, right. he should get a cup of water. I had bartenders from other bars come to me mad hey yeah what's up i just had this guy at my bar complaining for 15 minutes because he said that you were giving giving him free waters down here i was like yeah i was <laughs> the fuck you gonna do i'm gonna get fired for giving people a cup of water yeah nah so Terrible. sorry that look we we came off of tipping into water but there it's crazy there's moral games being played around getting a fucking cup of water at a there restaurant is. there is it's terrible Absolutely. George, you got this next one. I got this next one. You know one. what I'm realizing is huh. the front end of the podcast a little light in the loafers. Well, we didn't have a lot to talk about last Ooh, week. 
Ooh, this news though. But the news, we 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 talk about it every week. We are giving you guys what's going on in the coffee world in the news. People don't know. They're not ready for this today. They never know. Uh, this this machine is not for uh, the cheap. Uh, this. Uh, so I, what you're saying is I can afford it? Um, yeah, sure. Oh, I mean, la- if you listen to last week's episode, no, because you said you didn't have five thousand dollars laying around. Uh, I just didn't have five thousand dollars laying around to um, you know, like go to oh, okay, you know, college football. Sure, but if we're talking sure. about coffee, which is more important, obviously, I'll dig a little deeper in the pocket. Um, and those that listen know that I can't pronounce any of this shit. Uh, deep. DeLonghi. DeLonghi. Oh, wow. DeLonghi has made a <laughs> premium coffee machine called a Mystosa. I think it says Maytosa. There's an S in there. Mystosa. Oh, and the URL, there's not. Um, we've got to click URL over. is wrong then. Yeah, if you click over to it. No, it's the right URL. M-A-E-T-O-S-A. Maytosa. It's spelled, it's spelled wrong in the URL. Way to go. You had one job as the editor of a website. You had one job. This coffee maker is five thousand dollars five thousand that's a that's this, a hold on let me get this straight this is a retail consumer version not a coffee shop version no or a restaurant is, version this is not this commercial. is a com, this is a consumer brand okay. coffee machine I just to verify this that. isn't something that your local coffee roaster is going to put on the shelf or a restaurant make, or a restaurant, restaurant would be using coffee. okay they could but there are way cheaper solutions for a restaurant than a five thousand dollar machine that makes they'll get those bun those fucking five gallon bun <laughs> yep. coffee makers that have the heater on for eight hours at a time uh this this particular coffee maker will do um it has two hoppers so you can put two different styles of beans in there so let's say you had an ethiopian and an egg ragua and you wanted to have two different styles of beans you could do espressos and all this other stuff right. it will make 30 different styles of drinks it'll also do hot chocolate it'll also do all this other stuff i'm good um, you can style your drinks and create like, you know, Hey, I like, I like my single serving coffee with eight ounces of water. I like a little stronger. You could do everything from an app on your phone I don't and like it. I don't like it. it's got a built in milk frother, uh, for the listeners out there <laughs> that have problems frothing their milk. Uh, we addressed earlier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, George, do you want to take the $40 Amazon hit or the $5,000 oh, no, this is not going in my house. <laughs> um, definitely not going in my house. I just, w- what, when the people of, and how did you pronounce it? DeLonghi? DeLonghi. I mean, I don't the know. The people of DeLonghi actually sat down and said, you know what we're going to do? Unless it's we're gonna, French We're going to make a ridiculous coffee maker uh, for for the super, super rich. Insane. And I mean, five grand is just insane. You got to see it though when you click on the show notes. It's got a full, it, it's almost got a mini display TV built into it. Um, and it's, I mean, it's a cool looking device. But probably an awesome machine. Five grand. It's probably an awesome machine. Yeah. Um, this is definitely out of the reach of, Oh, not 100%. even just your average coffee drinker, no. just in general, most people that drink coffee, period. This doesn't even make sense. So one percenter. This does, yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, this is when you've got money to burn and you're just possibly incredibly lazy. You know, like, is Leonardo DiCaprio buying this or is he going to Starbucks? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. I just what's the? Uh, I don't know the market for this. Like you, you said one percenter. I <laughs> is it a beautiful device? Yeah, that's what the market is for people that want those beautiful pieces like in their kitchen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't eat toast, 
and so I don't cater to toast or toasting things. You don't do avocado toast? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> avocado, avocado <laughs> lettuce. I'm gluten-free, George. Avocado lettuce. Right. Um, But I finally broke down and bought a toaster. Really? For the family for Christmas. Oh. Because I got tired of watching the kids use the oven to make their toast. Because I just, I'm just. When you say, you mean like the conventional bro, oven? That's yeah, how just put that bitch on, bro. No throw the bread way. in there for two minutes, done. We don't have a we don't have a traditional toaster where you pop the toast down. Mm-hmm. We have a toaster oven. We had we had plenty of toaster ovens. Ran through them. I was like, I'm not buying another fucking toaster really? oven, right? Yeah. Just got tired of them because they were like breaking and getting gunky because nobody was like cleaning it and all that shit. Oh yeah. So I was like, fuck this. No toaster ovens. It takes up too much counter space too. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of being the only one cleaning it. Fuck it. Y'all done. So everybody's like, occasionally, like occasionally somebody would make toast, right? Yeah. But for some reason, this starting last summer. The, the girls just went been going on a tear of toasting bagels, toasting bread. I was like, got the toaster, toaster. For this house, right? Got the toaster. It's, I don't even know what brand it is. It's beautiful. Yeah. I don't even use it. And it's the one with the slots and you pop got, it down. Yeah, and it's got this dial and it's got this cancel button. And it, it, I was just like, Fancy. toasters came a long way since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, It's just beautiful. I don't even know why I'm talking about it. It's, oh, yeah. Because it looks beautiful. On the, I'm like, that's a good look. It's got this little gradient in the metal. Like, it's from dark to light. I'm like, that's a beautiful to fucking toaster. I remember toasters when I was a kid because you talked about like this new age shit. I remember when the bread would get stuck and you had to unplug it and then to, to pop the it with a knife. It, otherwise you kill yourself. Yeah, don't do not do it when Bro, or when, when the springs started in. getting crazy and the shit would shoot out there. Yeah. yeah. They've come a long way. A long way. I'm impressed. Very long way. I'm impressed. That's awesome. So yeah, if you've got, um, if you really, really love uh, machine made coffee and you know, you got a couple of you cut a couple of shekels laying around, uh, pull five grand together and let me know how this works out for you. And if anybody wants to, um, uh, DeLonghi, I know you're listening. Yeah. If you always, oh, you want to get us one to test out. Absolutely. Uh, email us at DeLonghi at just Spell it however you want. Cause it's all going to come to it doesn't us. matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, no, it does matter. We're going to put your exact name in there. Cause we, yeah. you know, we customize for our sure. Sure. Every <laughs> single time, uh, email us at 5,000 at just the And, uh, we'll, we will try out this machine. We'll read the instructions. We'll do it from our phone. Um, but yeah, way to go. Way to make a machine that, you know, 50 people yeah. in America would even consider yeah. buying smart. Uh, we, what you got here? Science says we're, so- I was doing some browsing I earlier this week. I almost posted this one. Huh? I almost posted this one. I was doing some browsing earlier this week. It was Twitter, actually. And yeah. I saw somebody put baristas everywhere are, are, are losing their mind over this. So I, I started going source. down. I love I know. the source. That, that, you know what? I, I passed the article probably yeah. four times before I was like, all right, let me just do this. And I when I saw it, I was like, damn, it's a day show. And I was like, eh. and I go, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to scroll back to try to find the legitimate source yep. because they actually, this probably was in my feed 20 times. Yeah. So I was, I went down a Twitter thread earlier this week and people were just, uh, yeah, there's a lot of contention about this. Really? There is. So if anybody's ever seen espresso be made, you'll see that there's a very, very, very fine grind that is done on the beans. Yep. Right. And the concept is there is <clears throat> more surface area being exposed for better extraction under pressure at high temperature. That's how you get these beautiful, flavorful, uh, these, these flavor profiles, and, and, and you get this concentrated shot of caffeine, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so scientists, and I'm not going to read this article, it, it, because all these articles actually go pretty in-depth, but scientists basically say 
that we're making it wrong. Really? That that there needs to be less amount of beans so being coarse. used and more coarsely ground. Okay. And that's going to provide better flavor extraction and more consistent over time. Really? That's what it says. It says See, that it says that finer grind and more beans is going to create a more inconsistency pull every every time. Huh. So I thought that was pretty interesting. But a is a finer finer grind is going to use less coffee. It's going to use more. It is. Yes. Because hmm. when you grind something finer, if you have two molecules like this, they're occupying exactly this much space. The yeah. width you could put, you're going to grind that shit down and it's going to become this powdery. Oh, okay. So then you're going to have, you're going to be able to pack a lot more. So oh, maybe, okay. maybe what would, let's just say, maybe what would be two beans, you could actually fit five beans into that space mm. total if you grind it all the way, you know, to really find dusty. So, so uh, what you're telling me is on my burr grinder at home, turn that bad boy to the coarse side. If you're pulling espresso, yeah. do you do espresso with yeah. a machine with pressure? Then don't worry about shit. Nope. This is for espresso. This is not okay. for this is not for coffee pours or machine drip machines. So only if you're doing high pressure. If you're doing true espresso pulls, huh? Yeah, that's what that's what they're saying. I'm not a barista. I've never pulled espresso a day in my life. I've yeah. never used the bars I, or the the machines with the the barometers that tell you you know this is how much pressure there is and it needs to be in this zone for this specific blend or origin of coffee. I know none of that. I was an ice cream barista. Mm. I didn't know you could apply the term barista to ice cream. Sure. Okay. Sure. But how, like, what does that entail being an ice cream barista? Uh, making cones at Dairy Queen. Oh, you literally made the cones? Not the cones themselves, but I would I would perform uh-huh. the. And you would you do that? You do that little. Whoop, whoop. Please. To get the, just when, the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> when we were in, I, I amazed uh, my youngest son <clears throat> when we were in DR because they had ice cream machines, <laughs> machines everywhere. <laughs> and it's the soft serve. It's actually ice milk. It's not ice cream. Oh, shame on that. Uh, so that's a Dairy Queen thing. Anyway, um, he did his like half-ass cone with weird edges and shapes when he came over. It and was then, all just lopsided. And then and I shit. went and got my cone that had two perfect dollops like circles mm-hmm. and then the swoop mm-hmm. the the uh, signature curl that's on Dairy yep. Queen and he's like dad how did you do that and I'm like son I'm a professional I've been to training to get this this uh, is true curl on the top so we go over and I'm showing them and rarely do you get to to watch your kids amazement at something you do <laughs> and let me tell you right now he looked at me and he was, I could see like, that's my dad. <clears throat> Guys, are, is anybody else watching it? This is my dad. Bro. He was so excited. It's not even the fact that rarely do you get to see your kids amazed at something you do. It's what it is they're amazed by. Right. You could go out and pick a fucking car up over your head. Yep. And they would be, uh, seeing they'd that. be looking at TikTok or something. Hulk can do that too. You put the little fucking swoopy tip on the ice cream. They're... they're texting their friends about it yeah so they're taking pictures of you doing it yeah no big deal <clears throat> i've been at dairy queen where they're trying to do the little like a, yeah. a rookie was trying to do it and they can't get it right and they done threw away two cones because they couldn't get the swoop right and then like the experienced employee comes over like no 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 look peep game yeah and then not only that but then uh the owner of the dairy queen where i worked was a complete asshole and <laughs> he would he would have me come now? over i don't know he actually got in love. Long, I'm not going to go into okay, that deep. Um, but 
he would he would watch some of the other ice cream baristas make their cones and then he would say let me see that cone and he we had a a weight thing it's 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 a scale but it's like right. a food scale right uh oh and he would put the cone on the you food were the more scale precise. and he's like you're giving away my product and you need to stay there there is specifications on what small medium large mm-hmm. cone should be mm-hmm. small cone had one little dollop yeah. it had two yeah. dollops whoop, whoop. three had uh, or large had three dollars on it right and man i got that thing within within a very close margin of how big the, the little I like this is what you hang your hat on. Look, I when you when you <laughs> when you love what you do, you try to figure out the best way to do it. And I had it. And if you and if you didn't do it right too, if you went to go dip that in the chocolate, oh, and bloop, bloop, bloop. yep, I've seen you'd that be happen too. You'd be scooping that, and that's going in the trash. And yep. Guess what? You waste product. Sure is. Um, so yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's fun stuff. Just the tip. That's uh, we're taking you down memory lane. I, I look. I love my first when I was a kid. Of my and when, first. I, when I when I was younger and used to work out, we have a hard workout. I'd be like, I gotta go next door, Dairy Queen, get myself <laughs> a blizzard. I gotta get these calories in. Well, and and look, when when the owner was there, I definitely wasn't handing out uh, overweighted Please. cones. But when he was gone, you're, there is no thirty-two ounce blizzard on the menu, and. <laughs> Pull up. Let me get that yeah. secret menu. Let me get. Let me get that. Uh, that Oreo Blizzard. I think I told you before. Thirty-two oh, ounce Oreo, Oreo Blizzard. Blizzard. Oh, yeah. Thirty-two ounce. Oh, I, was I would be out. throwing up and shitting at the same out. time. It was great. Our, our our homeboy Nacho Doug. We he used to work at In and Out. Well, not used, to, but he worked at In and Out for like a month or two. Nacho. Doug. And um, we would pull. We'd be. We'd go out and we get hammered, and we'd pull up to hit the drive through, and um, <laughs> he would. You know, you know the they give they put your food in a bag. Sure, he would double bag and fill it with fries. It would oh be like God. a fucking seven pound bag of French fries. And it would just be just oh like yeah. the house. Just that sounds perfect, yeah, bro. You don't even want more fries, but you're like, I gotta eat yeah. those. You don't want to go to gotta waste. eat those. That's awesome. Well, hey, you know what, people out there, stop stop uh, grinding up your espresso beans. So fine. Yeah, you know what, guys, stop wasting. And, and that article goes on to say that it's going to be better because. Cafes can start using less coffee oh, yeah. beans. It to adds do their up espresso over the, pools. It adds up over course of the year. Oh, um, I see what you did there with the double entendre. What's that? Course of the year. Right. Course grind. See? Mm. You wait till we get you our got own too coffee much shop. Sleep. You got too much sleep. You George. wait till we get our own coffee shop. All of these sayings from the podcast are going to be on. Well, here's the thing. You keep hinting to that, and I really just think what you're doing is you're giving somebody else the power to use well, these, these phrases. No. Look, you open up a shop that has our name on it, be careful. I agree. You better cease and desist. Two words, drive by. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> I'm that from Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Watch out. Ricky. Tuck, tuck your chain. Yeah, Ricky. You better <laughs> get to running. Um, yeah, this next one, this next one's uh, me here. I, I did not know we had a brand new coffee roaster in vegas i didn't either uh by way of south carolina oh no i'm good uh there there's a coffee company called c3 coffee what does the c3 stand for um i don't know i didn't see it on the article um but it, it's literally just a letter oh, c i think i know now three I'm, I'm reading you go ahead i think i know what it is and you might figure it out too oh is it like the trinity it's like the father's. Okay, so I, I, I'm good at interrupting, so I'm going to continue then. Yeah, C3 ahead. did not land in Sin City, coincidentally. It is technically a nonprofit, part of the non denominational Christian church called the Rock Church, based in Conway. It's the Rock. Conway Christian Church. 
Oh, I didn't even. Or go. Or Christian Coffee Company or Coffee Church Co. There's a lot of C's at play here. There is a lot of C's. Yeah. Okay. Or Carroll City Cartel Triple C's. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Uh, so there's there's actually two locations in South Carolina, and they said, you know what we should do? We should bring this. We should bring this out to Vegas. Um, I just I, I get excited when new roasters come out here. I want to try it out. They got a looking at the pictures here. They have a color scheme that I do not see in coffee shops very often. What is it? Uh, dark. Like it's the the machine. The That's espresso racist. machine is black. The uh, it's racist? got black tiles. Racist. All over black and silver, and then it looks like it's some has some wood elements. You see a lot of uh really light baby blues. You see some orange variations, but very bright. You know, Dark Moon had um, some lighter color tile uh, on the backsplash walls. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of dark. There was black tile on the ground and dark wood tile really? on the ground. Yeah. See, you just like you, some of the other ones. You go into Vesta. You go into Mothership. You go into. I guess it's about what mood they want to yeah, set, right? Pub- Publicus has got green trees inside the the yaw cafe. has like a mint teal wall okay yeah you're right yeah it's popular like that those accent colors are really right. big but then mostly on a white background i've i uh i want to go in here today just to check it out and take some pictures because i think we're probably going to be reviewing some some c3 we might have to c3 um, to your door yeah no kids no more oh uh. um oh, dang where do they source their coffee from well i've got it in here uh <laughs> I when I saw the name of this, I actually I, I don't want you to stutter. I just wanted you to say it, George. I no. mean, no excuses. The, um, they have an importer from the Balzac brothers. <laughs> okay, I hope that's their last name. If they decided, if to that's name their last it, name, could you imagine growing up? If hey, yo, Balzac, you know what? With the Balzac. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Balzac brothers are probably multi-millionaires. So, uh, it's 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 possible. If I if my last name was Balzac, it would be my life mission to be the best looking multimillionaire on the planet. The Balzac brothers uh, do import green coffee beans. Uh, they've been doing it for over ninety five years, so they mm-hmm. that's where they get uh, get their goods from, and they also secure um, Colombian coffee from a Florida trading company called Yellow Rooster. There's too many names at play here for me. This is there's exhausting. a lot. This is an in depth article. There's a lot in depth um, article. But I'm you know that's what. What I'm excited about is, again, they added another roaster in Vegas that we have to try. Um, I, I would love to do adjust the trip and head down there 100%. for one of these episodes. You know, you, you bitched out, didn't go to Black Moon this morning. Um, oh, nobody told me. You know, oh, actually, I mentioned it last week. I, yeah, but I thought you already had the bag. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Every week. Communication is key. Um, email us at new co-host. <laughs> adjust the drip. Yep. At DeLonghi. DeLonghi co-host. <laughs> DeLonghi. Adjust the trip. 5K so, co-host. Uh, trying to understand kind of how they do it. So this is a this is a, a non-profit coffee place. Plenty of non-profits actually make money though, right? Yeah, Just at I, the end of the at the end of the day, they're zeroed out. How much of it has to be donated? They're zeroed it's out. Like it's 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 what it's it's part of a Christian church, so I'm sure a huge chunk of the money goes into the church, right? I doubt it. I wouldn't. I do. Why? Um, just, just the given the, the, the piece of it, I think it, it says right here, literally they're part of the non-denominational church, which right. how are you a non-denominational Christian church? That's why I'm trying to, that's your <laughs> that's denomination. What that's Christian. what I'm saying. I don't know how much goes in there. I think they do some, some community outreach. Um, with, I was thinking about this the other day. Okay. 
what right where we're getting to. I'm glad you said Good. this. I'm glad you brought up this this I debate here. When I posted that article about um the Saints, the NFL team, oh. covering up email messages back and forth about how they were going to keep Catholic church abuse on the down low in their community. <clears throat> Remember, I said, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm sick of the, the Catholic church sure. being able to get these legal cover-ups of... They dirty. So the Saints are implicated in this. The New Orleans Saints. Higher ups in the organization were working with the Catholic church in New Orleans to keep abuse cases Quiet. on the down low and not not get into the public that's not a good look not at all Ugh. so that being said you you i said something about it and you mentioned in, in group chat like you know you like what's up with all these tax breaks too it's like crazy. oh yeah we gotta get rid and of so it. i started thinking i'm like well why don't i just make a religion up you could do that and then just start getting tax breaks all over the place oh shit. why don't we have people start praying just i believe in myself i believe in me Pray I have to, faith in myself. Yeah, pray to that drip. Let me get that break. <laughs> Uncle Sam. I'm paying taxes. Cut me some slack. So here's what, and, I, and I'll find out because I, I, I am going to make a trip to this place. Because it's a nonprofit, yeah. because it's connected to a church, when I buy my okay. coffee, am I going to be taxed? Like, do if they're not paying taxes, do they're I get- selling you something though. So I think sales tax applies unless they say- Enter a donation of twenty dollars or greater. I think you're going to be paying tax. That's if, but that goes back to like if they if they don't have to pay taxes, why would they collect taxes? They're going to pay taxes for the fact that they're operating in a retail environment. So there's, there's but still all that profit is going to go to them, mm-hmm. and no tax will be paid on that income. Gotcha. That's so they don't happen. have so they don't have income tax, but they do still have to pay the right. sales taxes. There. Right. Okay. All right. That makes sense. So they're making they're 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 making. The, the profit that comes into the coffee company becomes a donation to the church. Yeah. And then they all get to buy Ferraris at the end of the year to do uh, zero out the nonprofit. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Here, here's the thing. What what if you go there? And, you know what? No, I'm going to wait for you to tell me about yeah. it. No, I want to I want to head down. I, it might I mean, be great. You know, I got nothing to do today. God's coffee might be the best coffee. Me. You never know. He put coffee on this on this <laughs> earth. He put it on this earth for me and you to, you know, to enjoy. To consume. Uh, yeah, I think this would be a. I think this would be a good. We do have coffee coming. I don't want to. I don't want to give any spoilers. But mm, episode you already spoiled it. But uh, oh, episode right. thirty five, maybe right. we you can have something coming. Yeah, episode thirty five, we could probably meet up there in the morning, uh, and then oh, you know what? That was the, okay. We'll talk about it later. But that's well, the one. That's the one where I got to be in Arizona. Conflict. Yeah, that's the that's the weekend I'm gonna be once again. Co-host at duty calls. <laughs> Email us at scheduling at coffeetalkie.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Greg, this this last one's you. Oh, this is interesting. Come. This is a last minute thing I, I came across right when I was like, I'm sick of coffee news because it's boring me. Yep. Um, this dude in Canada, he's like a construction worker, and um, he found three kittens, their tails, all three of them, their tails were frozen to the ground. And so I'm like, did somebody purposefully do this to these cats? How would all three of their tails be frozen to the ground? And just their tails. Just the tip. How could someone freeze their tails to the ground? That's what I feel like happened. I feel like somebody did that on purpose. Really? Well, why? They're, they're, so if you click on the article and he, the guy has a video, they're literally three, all three of them, their tails are frozen into yeah, this patch I'm of ice. At it. Um, so he finds these cats over by this site that he was uh, inspecting or, or whatever it was. And, um, he was able to like 
manually release one of them from the ice, the tail, but the other two were too frozen in. So he went back to his truck and got a cup of coffee and melted the ice and pulled the cats off the ice. Uh, my question is, how you how did they get to get the person to like put their tails and freeze them? Mm-hmm. How the hell did they get the cat to stay there long enough for the they're water kittens. to? They're kittens. kittens. Kittens can't do shit. So they held the the kitten there and I'm, then maybe. Waited. I mean, how cold was it? If it's zero degrees, it takes what ten seconds? Like Doesn't you know, it? less than zero degrees. You know, like if you have a cup of water and it's below freezing, you throw it in the air, it turns into snow right away. Yeah, could have been that same type of thing. So, oh, Alberta, Canada. Oh, that's cold as fuck. So is it like minus thirty? Oh, I'm sure. So yeah, if they poured, so if they if they had the cats there and maybe poured hot water, we didn't hot water freeze or warm water, warm yeah, water, just warm water. That's a ter- look. I just because I don't, I don't just, like cats, but I'm I don't. Just, look, I don't. Like I don't it things. doesn't say the article doesn't say specifically that yes, somebody did it, but I don't know how it would happen yeah. otherwise. Anyways, yeah, guys, save these cats using a cup of coffee. So here mm-hmm. you go, guys. This is yet another use for coffee. We've been talking about this recently. Yep. Free frozen kittens. From you know what? And I actually don't feel bad because it was probably like Starbucks. Oh, actually, Canada, Tim Hortons. It was Tim, Tim Hortons. Horton. He was Tim pouring Horton. Tim Hortons on there. So, yeah, nah. yeah, too bad. Too bad. Um, you know, Harry and Megan can come over and yeah. perform that task Here, oh, with the free Tim Hortons. Found out what their last name is. Yeah, you did say this, David. Right. But that. Are we mad at Harry David, Larry David? What What are we talking about? Uh, no, I'm not mad. I just thought it would, it would be, like. I don't know some Winston Howard the Third. What, 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 did I, what did I say? I said like, who cares? So, do they own Harry and David? Whatever that the whatever Shave that, Club. Yeah, yeah. Of course they don't. Oh, okay. I I honestly I had I did not expect to hear. I don't think anybody in the United States cares. No, just like I said. Just like I said. Are you sure? Because it's dominating the news. Just all... like oh no, it's dominating the news because of the racism, but. Just like I said, nobody knows the royal family of Spain's last name. Well, exactly. According Done. to this. Case closed. Uh, Gary. Case closed. Royal family's last name is Gary. No. Yep. No, just case closed. I mean, dude's got- We don't care. We're obsessed with the gossip culture, but we're not really concerned about the specifics. Yeah, either. But, of course, my wife knew what their last name was. She goes, oh, my God, how do you not know this? I said, because, oh, my God. No, the question is, oh, my God, why do you know this? Yeah. That's what the question is. <laughs> That's what it should have been. Right. So, yeah, I answered it. She still doesn't know why they're famous or what, why they're Why who's famous? Oh, the royal family in yeah, general? Well, I, I mean, it's a monarchy that's lasted for quite some time. And serves no purpose. <clears throat> Princess Diana's death really kind of skyrocketed rocketed it a bit. It serves no purpose. So, you know, somebody made a good point, you know, like, he prince harry you know like his mom was more or less kind of sacrificed by the media for you know advertising dollars yeah and then now they're under this fucking racist attitude media blitz over there in england like i gotta give it up to the dude dude's like oh y'all want to talk trash about my wife all right fuck y'all we out yeah big ups okay yeah good no seriously no seriously big ups like it's it's Bro, we're in the year. It's a big thing to walk away from. Good. Walk the fuck away from I did it. You're supposed to turn your back on your wife because her skin is more tan? Uh, fuck out of yeah. here. You That's know what? Crazy. Everybody can go fuck themselves. It's the year 2020. What yeah. are we doing? I don't know. We're mad because somebody's skin is the color of what yours was when you went to the beach last summer? Mm. I don't know. I, I think I can get pretty dark. That's my point. I get pretty dark. That's my point. She's. Uh, listen, I'm not saying if she was straight from fucking Kenya. 
the, the, oh, that's a, okay. She's really dark. Yeah. Now we can be racist. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is these people are upset just the same as when Barack Obama, it was the same outspoken racist bullshit when Barack Obama's family took office. Yeah. There was, there was, there's a lot of good people in this country. Sure. And I only associate with the good ones. <laughs> there's a lot of shitty people that were upset because of the president's skin color. Yeah. Your life is a goddamn tragedy. Yeah. And it, it would suck to be you to live your to live every single day working hard to find an issue with the color of somebody's skin. You I, have to work to find the problem. I really to be upset. I really think that that thought process is generational. And I, it is generational. I feel like I feel like in a lot of aspects, our it is. generation. I mean, you're you're obviously a lot older than me, but uh, I do think <laughs> they still honor your <laughs> they still honor your reservations I, at restaurants. I really think that uh, that it's starting to that it's starting. It's not going away. There's still racism out there, right? Of course, and they're always but winning. it's but it's it's melting down because. And we've we've talked about articles like episode eight or nine or whatever. Oh, listen, I can't remember. But there's so so many people care less about race, but then like this. Let's not say race. Let's say let's say ethnicity ethnicity. or culture. So this culture finds this culture attractive. They get together. They start having kids. Those kids find other cultures. Start. So now you've got almost like. Mm -hmm. Well, they said what in a hundred years? Yeah, it's going to be you know a nice medium brown. Remember they showed pictures Mm -hmm. of what. What they uh, assume, what they assume people, you know, the average person would right. look like, because you know nobody really cares no. this that, and there's so many, so many different cultures getting together that it all mixes together. So now, right, everybody's got that like really common, you know, I don't know what so you would call it. The beautiful thing here is we're doing a po- coffee like a cortado pod- blend. We're doing exactly, we're doing a coffee <laughs> podcast, right, George? And what do we know about coffee? People like it's their delicious. coffee the way they like their coffee. Yeah, some like it dark. Some like it light. Some want cream on top. Yeah. Some need that shit to be poured over ice cream. Whatever mm. it might be. And that's my that's my issue is at the end of the day, there's caffeine in coffee. Right? Mm. Let's just let's let's call it that. There's caffeine. So at the end of the day, we're all one race. We're human. Uh-huh. So because you're attracted to this type of person and I'm not, Maybe that's not what makes you no racist or prejudiced or phobic of that type of person. Preach. That's just not your preference but the issue is when you decide to take a soapbox stand <laughs> you decide Preach to Greg. take a soapbox stand like the soapbox i'm standing on right Preach now Greg. and then cast somebody in a negative light because that's not yeah. your preference or cast somebody in a negative light because they moved from a different country which is yeah. literally like moving from a, the next town over which you don't like because you played football against them and lost three years oh, in a row yeah. it's these entire things so it's interesting our con our, our conversation we had um via group chat the other day about racism in other countries in the united oh, yeah. states right so afterwards i got on i was like let me look up you know most racist countries yeah india scored number one it re- well yeah. there's a lot of people in india well and they have the caste it's like system. four billion they have the caste system right i don't know what that so, is well bottom your what you're born into is what you're going to be for the rest of your life Damn. So if you're born into money, part of the upper echelon, your you're whole family, good. the rest of your life. If you're born poor, you're never going to have the opportunity to not be poor. So in India, like the whatever the higher echelon right. wealth people, right. they would never be caught mingling or dating. No. That's like a huge no-no. Yep. And if you are, you could be the smartest dude from the slums in the world, they're not going to give you that opportunity to wow. raise up. So 
No. Is that, that, was that part of the movie? I never saw the movie. I think Slumber it kind of. I think it was actually. I never saw it. I think it was. Um, now, at the end of the day, that's not really racism. No. They have classes. Cult, they have classism? cultural and class. Class, right? So I started looking up another article, and it was going, you know, it's going down this rabbit hole. But I was like, well, how are they defining quote racism? And one of the articles was like, well, you know, a huge part of this is weighted on the question, um, who would you know, new neighbors are moving in. Yeah, would you be fine if, if you're white and you know some Mexicans move in next to you? It was the question was I would basically I would prefer seventeen percent said I would prefer they be the same race as me. Okay, again, there's only one race; it's the human race, right? Right. So you want somebody to be the same skin color as you is what you're saying. Yeah. You would prefer that. That's fucking. That's crazy. weird. That is weird. That's fucking crazy. Your neighbor needs to be the same skin color. Why? Yeah. I fuck. I don't know. I, I, what but does again, that mean? But again, you're asking a question to someone that grew up. I mean, thankfully, my my parents didn't have that growing up. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying my grandparents didn't. Mm-hmm. You because once I got older, I kind of like, whoa, that's offensive as shit. It's just ridiculous. But but at least at, at least uh, my generation, um, you know, I grew up, especially out here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I grew up with every ethnic, especially ethnic part background. of town you grew up in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you grew up on the east side. There, every everything is counted for out there. It's <clears> not <throat> it's not a you know a higher end financial area. So my classes looked like a rainbow of mm-hmm. every ethnic background, and there was no dominant tone in the room you just had like a blend of everything so i never really you know i never really picked my friends or or anything that based on other than if you were just cool that's I hung exactly out with you. it man. when i went back to portland i remember i started uh because you talked about religion so i went to catholic school from first to third grade mm-hmm. and primarily uh white kids we did have we did right. we talked about that we had a, there was one indian girl in our class um and it was that was the only time I, but I didn't really understand what that was. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know why that was a thing until I moved to Vegas where, you know, you had your, you know, black, white, Asian, uh, Hispanic, Native I, American, I can't, bro. Even I downtown, I had of, Native American friends. It was yeah. wild, man. It's, but it's, it is wild. But coming from like Portland where it was predominantly, predominantly white in the classroom and then come out here and like, wow, the whole. Remember whole Oregon thing. was one of the, was like the most racist state right. in the country for a while there. One when I was in school back then, there was, and even when I moved back and went to that same school in the eighth grade, uh, from what I can remember, no, there wasn't, there was a couple of Asian people in my eighth grade class, but I remember one black person in the entire school and she had polio. Oh, wow. Yeah. She really had the, and she was female, female. obviously. She had the fucking deck stacked against yeah. her. Yeah. So it's wild. But, but coming out here, see everything so my point being is that <clears throat> when i say our generation i don't think the hate is as strong in our generation as it was in the 50s i agree 60s, because 70s. well a you had legalities that had to step in and intervene right. right right we never we never experienced segregation and it's this slow okay 50 years ago this happened and 50 years prior to that right. this was a movement that was made um you know to play devil's advocate a bit Growing up in a very similar situation like you, where I just grew up around everybody, right? Everybody. It just it, there was no no everywhere I went to school at was just very very diverse. Um, when I went to college though, when I went ended up at you know, yeah. four year up in northern Utah, I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't in an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. 
because I, I in the art college I was the only black person in the art college, and so there'd be times would be I'd be in a lecture hall. I'm the only I'm the only person with tan skin. Period. Yeah. You know, Hispanic, um, Asian. Um, What's the city? Where's that? Where's Logan? Logan, thirty minutes south of the Idaho border, just to get reference geographically. <laughs> So I would be in there and I would get very uncomfortable. And I told you, I, th- I think I've already talked about it in depth, so I'm not yeah. going to, but just people wouldn't sit next to me on the shuttle bus. People would really? people would lock their doors and I'd walk through the parking lot. A lot of shit like that. So coming from a place where I'm comfortable with everybody and anybody yeah. to going somewhere where I'm making everybody else uncomfortable That's wild. made me very uncomfortable. And then I got I got fairly jaded at a point. Yeah. Um. So... I get very angry about these types of things. I don't even know why we went all the way down this rabbit hole. What was the kittens? Kitten racism. Kittens. Yeah. Son of a. Just what was that? Was that special on Netflix? Don't fuck with cats. I haven't I watched haven't it. Watched, I saw that. They say it's crazy. So I'm not. I'm, I'm going to watch it shit. at some point. So yeah. Hey, this right here. A couple like of things, guys. Go to diverse schools. Keep a spare cup of hot coffee in your car. To, uh, free frozen kittens. Yeah. Free frozen felines. Uh, F three. F three. It's the C3 Antichrist. And uh, yeah, that's that's it. We learned something here. I love it. You did learn something, and love everyone. There you go. Oh, George, you're oh, so I'm sweet. Crying. I'm crying up. I'm crying and up. don't eat at True Food Kitchen. Yeah. Oh, shout outs. Whisper downs. Whisper ins. Yeah, whisper ins. Whisper ins. Um, doing shout outs. I got a shout out. Right uh, I talked about it earlier, but uh, thanks to uh, GJ and, and Lex for inviting us over for beers and assorted meats. Who's us? Uh, me, the wife, okay, the boys. That's nice. We're on a podcast where yeah. it's me and you. I just wanted to let. Oh yeah, they know, didn't invite Greg. You know, we just <laughs> talked about diversity, but then we got to exclusion exclusionism here. Yeah. So I just wanted to make that clear. Um, but yeah, we went over there, had some fun, and and I got to see my my buddy Joe and his wife. So it was a lot of fun. Shout out, shout out to them. Shout out to assorted meats and smoked chicken, and it was delicious. Assorted meats, yeah. <laughs> a lot of oh, there was there was sauces, all kinds of diversity in that pork. room. <laughs> there was smoked chicken, barbecue chicken. <laughs> It was Stop. delicious. You got to play into the jokes, fam. Yeah. All right. Shout outs. Uh, we got, we shout got outs to Cetabello Pizza again. Saving the birthday. There's a lot of them around. It's a great place. Love it every time. Shout out to my family. Had a great time with them this weekend. Uh, shout out to Earl the Pearl for uh, hitting us <laughs> with an article. Um, shout out to uh, Black Moon Coffee over here in Henderson. Awesome place. Stop in there whenever you can. Dark Moon. Um, sorry. What did I say? You said Black Moon. I said Black Moon? <laughs> yeah. That's a rap group. My bad. My bad. Shout out to my brain for being very selective on what it's going to remember. Um, yeah, shout out to Dark Moon Coffee. <laughs> shout out to Greg's old ass brain. <laughs> shout out to me getting some sleep sometime in the near future. Yeah, you need to work on that. Fucked right now. Come here rested. It's a wrap. I love it. And right. shout out to um, China for building the hospital for this coronavirus. <laughs> Get that shit under control. Yeah. CDC, do your job. Yeah. And uh, Lunar New Year, I know, like, we got to travel ban some shit. I feel like I'm supporting President Trump right now. I might be seeing eye to eye. Man, this podcast just start bleeding red. Bro, remember SARS. I'm offended. I I read an in-depth article, remember SARS, bro. That shit came from China, too. Killed 774 people worldwide. Wait, how many? 774, 778 people died from the SARS virus. That's it? Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's a 770. Lot. Listen, that's 778 people that didn't need to die from meat contamination virus, which this is the same thing. It's being traced back to a fish market that basically had zero regulation. They were selling all bro. Dirty. They think it came from snakes. They were being sold at a fish market and they went to this fish market, bro. And they're selling porcupines, dogs, snakes. Yeah. 
I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes, these motherfucking markets. Motherfucking snakes and these motherfucking viruses, bro. (laughs) It's all bad. You know who it's bad for? Corona beer. (laughs) How pissed is Corona beer? Well, I mean, to be fair, the sun kind of had the term Corona applied to it first, so. What do you mean? Well, the Corona is when the moon goes over the sun on an eclipse. That's where they came up with the name for this virus? The outer ring of light is called the Corona. But that's where they came up. Look up up the definition of Corona right now so we can. No, I want to. I want you to. We need to be specific about this. I don't know why they call it the coronavirus, to be honest with you. Coffee-related note, SARS virus came from um, infected civet cat meat in China. The rare field gaseous envelope of the sun and other stars. The sun's corona is normally visible only during a total solar eclipse. Mm. I don't know what that has to do with it. I'm I'm talking about, I'm sorry your vocabulary is 40, 46 years old, guys. This, this is what I hold on to. What did I, what did I have for dinner two nights ago? I cannot remember. Corona. I know these things. Uh, here's the problem is the average person doesn't know what the hell that is. When I hear the word Corona, I think. Why are you calling our audience delicious average? Delicious beer with a lime in it. And if I'm the Corona brewing Delicious. Company, yeah, I love it. I was drinking it last night and Friday. Delicious. Nobody gives a fuck. Delicious. Anyway, if I'm if I'm a brand, if if they came out with the George virus, I'm not going to be happy. Call that shit something else. No, it's the George virus for nope. sure. I think there is a George virus, and he probably be cured. It's it's he with gray beard who drinks shitty beer. <laughs> so, back to what I was saying. The SARS virus was caused by contaminated civet cat meat. And if we think about the civet, the civet is the animal or kopi luwak that you hear about in Indonesia oh, that eats the coffee beans. Yeah. So it all comes back to coffee. It does. Full coffee. It's the circle of life. Coffee is brings us life. Yeah. And also ushers in death. Taketh, taketh this away. It giveth thy perk <laughs> and taketh thy spirit. <laughs> hey, guys. Have a great week. Yes. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Just the Drip. Be sure to follow us on social media. That would be Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at It's Just the Drip. If you have any questions, you can reach us via email as well. Or if you just want to say hi, um, we're also taking suggestions. Maybe there's a particular coffee you'd like us to try or talk about. Uh, info at justthedrip.com. And uh, you can listen to us on Spotify now. So we're on Spotify as well as iTunes. And then, of course, any uh, any podcast app that you use, you'll be able to find us. We prefer Pocket Casts. Um, there's quite a few others out there. So just look us up. Just the Drip. Have a good one.